Hey, kids, do you like wrestling? Well, we like wrestling, too. We are Shake Them Ropes here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Myself and Chris Novembrino kind of doing a lazy river of wrestling criticism, going through the news and whatever happened in stateside television wrestling. And also, you know what? Sometimes we just like to watch old stuff and talk about that, too. Love for you to give us a listen. If you haven't already, we are Shake Them Ropes here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. And welcome, everyone, to episode number 33 of the Five Star Match Game. I'm your humble host, Joe Gagney, and today we will determine who the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be at trivia, as we have a whole show dedicated to Brett the Hitman Hart. Now, I had originally asked CM Punk and FTR to appear, but we record on the weekend, and they are busy now on weekends for some reason. But what a power-packed panel we have today. Up first, returning champion. He currently hosts the uh, Pro Wrestling Paradise over at the Pro Wrestling Torch, our old friend, Alan Cunahan. Alan, how are you? And are you a fan of Bret Hart? I am a uh, very much w- well known to be a huge fan of Bret Hart. And I was happy to jump on board such a topic as this for the five-star match game. Feeling cocky as I accepted the invitation. Uh, look at the winner's share of the purse immediately. Um, and then... Rich or Joe, you kiboshed me. You originally told me that Rich Krejci was was going to be on here, and I was like feeling, oh, this is this is fantastic. You know, I've beaten the pants off Rich Krejci multiple times <laughs> in uh, the five star match game, and um, this will be a walk in the park. And then I go to come to find out that you've also got a Canadian on here, a real life Canadian, which surely gives that person the edge over me in terms of the Bret Hart stakes. He probably knows all the Canadian geography that I'm going to struggle with. I had to uh, I had to check um, earlier if uh, Bret Hart won the title in Saskatchewan or Saskatoon, because I always say them interchangeably. And then I realized, oh, Saskatoon is in Saskatchewan. So don't think you're that far ahead of me, Mr. Canada up there, who uh, Joe will introduce in a moment. But then you went and kiboshed me further by bringing on someone who has basically lived the same wrestling uh, upbringing that I lived and uh, saw all the Bret Hart I've seen and even participated on the same episode of the Pro Wrestling Paradise 34L30 as me focused on Bret Hart. And uh, I'll let you introduce that person. All right. Second, we have uh, a co-host of Days of Thunder right here on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. So just going by his WCW output, he's probably wondering why we're bothering with a show on Bret Hart. Like, why, why not Alex Wright's show? But uh, it's Lee Malone. And Lee, how you doing? I'm good, Joe. Good. Always happy to be on a five-star match game. But I have a question. As a returning champ from the last episode, does that mean that a five-star match game is now going under Jeopardy rules and I get to stay on as long as I win? I, I <laughs> Depending on the topics we pull out next, uh, if I do like 80s lucha, I don't know whether uh, you'd want to. Uh... <laughs> well, the, the degree of difficulty must get harder every time. So, 
You you went with Jeopardy rules. I would have gone with Smoky Mountain Wrestling beat the champ rules. <laughs> oh, that's Alan just showing off. Last, never least, he is a contributor to Voices of Wrestling and a co-host of the new show, The Draft, all about drafting wrestlers. Hey, wait a minute. That's our that's our gig. How dare you? How dare you rip off an idea I stole fair and square? But it's uh, it's Griffin Peltier. Griffin, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. As the uh, the Canadian on the panel here, I want to wish everybody a happy belated Canada Day. Uh, that was yesterday. It was uh, it was pretty nice. The weather's been great. I'm excited to be here for the first time. All Look right. at this lovely, friendly uh, Canadian just luring us into a false sense of security before he just like destroys us. And this it's just <laughs> it's just awful. You, you can't trust these Canadians. At least. Those Yankees like Joe Gagne, they'll 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 spit in your face before they uh, beat you up. <laughs> I, I neither spit in anyone's face nor have I ever beaten anyone up. So, um, <laughs> as a proud fan of the Boston Red Sox, I do not appreciate being called a Yankee. <laughs> but we do have five rounds of power-packed trivia, starting with a new game. This is called Your Show of Shows. This game, I'll give you a match or angle from Brett's career. You tell me how it aired. So it could be a pay-per-view, a television show, a Coliseum video, or a house show if it did not air in full on television. If it's a television show, we'll need the name. Like if Brett won a specific match on Thunder, you need to say Thunder. If it's a pay-per-view, we'll need the name. So if Brett was on, say, TLC, we would need the name TLC, but not a year or number or anything like that. And if it's a Coliseum video, we don't need the name. But if you can provide it, it'll earn you a bonus point. So everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Alan, you're up first. Are you ready? I wish I studied my Coliseum video titles so I could have uh, got those sweet, sweet bonus points. But alas. All right. Your first question is Brett wins his first WWF world title. A Coliseum video. Um, can I? Do I lose anything if I guess the uh, title? No. Nope, and I get nope. it wrong. You, you get a point for Coliseum video. We'll see if you can get a bonus point. You are correct. Smack 'em, whack 'em. That is correct, Alan. Whoa! <laughs> From Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> Alan's going to be uh, chugging maple syrup soon at this rate. All right. Lee, your first situation. Brett wins his first WWF tag titles. I'm going to say pay per view. No, that uh, was an episode of Superstars. Ah. Uh, Early 87, January 87, I do believe. All right, Griffin, you get the Brett Goldberg steel plate angle. Was that a nitro? That was nitro, is correct. All right, Alan, you get Brett wins his second WWF tag titles. That was SummerSlam. Well, you should have said the SummerSlam for Brett, but we will give you a point. SummerSlam is correct. All right, Lee, you have the first ladder match in WWF. That was Coliseum Video. Coliseum Video is correct. Do you know which one for a bonus point? I don't. I can't remember the name. That was also Smack 'em Whack 'em. Ah. It's quite a, uh, quite a, uh, quite a uh, Coliseum Video. All right, Griffin, you have Brett loses his first intercontinental title. I'm going to go with House Show. House show is correct in Springfield, Massachusetts. Lost to the bounty. All right, Alan, back to you. We have his only televised singles match with Randy Savage. Uh, Saturday night's main event. That is correct. 
all-time sell job by the Macho Man on that episode. All right, oh, yeah. Lee, you have Brett loses his fourth WWF World Title. I'm trying to run through the rounds in my head. Um, I'm going to say pay per view. Oh, that was the Raw. He lost to Sid the night after. Uh, All right, Griffin, his first WCW match. Oh, God. WCW was. I, I don't. I haven't uh, gone back to watch WCW, really. Uh, was that on a Thunder? Nope, that was sold out. It was on pay per view. All right, Alan, you have his shortest pay-per-view match. Shortest pay-per-view match. Was it WrestleMania? Didn't they have a re- WrestleMania six? Didn't they have a really quick squash? Alan, you're absolutely correct. Oh, I was going to say some wrestling because I was thinking the the uh, the Jerry Lawler doing two match thing, but one of them was probably quite short. But then that squash popped into my head. All right, Lee, you have the Rockers beat the Heart Foundations for the belts in that sort of phantom title switch. That was a Saturday night's main event, I think. That is correct. Yes, it was planned to be a Saturday night's main event. They cut that match off and just made it a main event. But Saturday night's main event is correct. All right, Griffin, you have the Owen and Brett versus the Signer Brothers match. A house show. Well, there's actually a Coliseum video that was shown on WrestleFest 94. All right, Alan. You get Brett wins his first U.S. title. U.S. title. Um, Lee, you want to help me out here? (laughs) Um, Okay. I'll I'll give you a hint, Alan. It was a WCW show. (laughs) (laughs) So it comes in, it's sold out. Then early 98, such a blur for me. I'm just going to say Great American Bash. No, it's actually a Nitro. All right, Lee. I'm going to give you Brett's debut with the WWF. This is, this is a tricky one. I'm just saying this is not any other show that's been mentioned. I will tell you it took place in Canada. It's not a show that's been mentioned. Um, a challenge? Oh, it was Maple Leaf Wrestling. Ah, Okay. And Griffin, your final question is Brett's last ever match. Was that at the SummerSlam? No, but it's actually a random Raw. <laughs> oh. It's very strange. Team with John Cena. I don't know how or why, but yes, it was a Raw. So at the end of round number one, we have Alan in the lead with five, Lee and Griffin both with two. As we head to round number two, who beat who? For this round, I will give you a match from Brett's career. You tell me who his opponent was. So if I asked you... Who Brett beat to win his first British Commonwealth Mid-Heavyweight Championship? Hopefully you respond, Norman Frederick Charles III. They're not all that obscure, don't worry. <laughs> Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers are worth one point apiece. Lee, you're up first. Are you ready? Nope, but let's go anyway. All right. In the finals to win his first King of the Ring. He beat Bam Bam. Oh, you fell into my trap. His first King of the Ring, he beat IRS in 1991. It was an untelevised King of the ah. Ring tournament. Joe, if you did that to me, I would have effing killed you. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to catch myself because I was thinking I probably shouldn't work blue here on the Joe Gagne five-star match game. But no, I a, would, it, it, Mr. Cunahan is the, the violent one of the Irish contingent. I, I would have been raging if you did that to me. <laughs> no, I deeply regret not doing giving you that question. <laughs> <laughs> 
Poor Lee. Lee, you have my sympathies. All right, Griffin, you have his only Saturday night's main event as WWF champion. Who did he face? Let's go with uh, Mr. Perfect. It was actually Papa Shango he had a the I think it might have been the very final one in late ninety two. It was. Okay, Alan. Well you have to win his final US title. I have to say who he beat, right? Sorry, yeah, I was getting confused the last round. Yes, uh, the, yeah. Miz. the Miz is correct. Oh, that's correct. My goodness. Uh let's see. Lee, you have to win his first WCW title. He beat Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit is correct. All right, Griffin, you have to win his second WCW title. Jeff Jarrett. No, it was Goldberg. Beat Goldberg with some shenanigans. All right, Alan, who eliminated Brett from the Mania 4 Battle Royal? Mania 4 Battle Royal? Um, I want to say within the refrigerator, Perry, but... um, Four, he was still uh no, oh, he would have been a face at that point, right? So I don't know, Dino Bravo. Oh no, this is when Bad News Brown turned on him when they uh tried to split the trophy at the end that's kicked off Brett's baby face turn. All right. I haven't Lee. rewatched WrestleMania four many times, I, Joe. I can't imagine why. <laughs> All right, Lee. Who did Brett beat in his only Wrestling Observer Match of the Year winner? Steve Austin. Steve Austin is correct. All right, Griffin. Who did who did Brett face in his only Slammy Award for Match of the Year? And it was not Steve Austin. Is that Owen Hart? Oh, Shawn Michaels, actually. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. And Alan, who did uh, he face in his Pro Wrestling Illustrated Match of the Year that was not Shawn Michaels or Steve Austin? Guessing that was the Owen match, was it? Nope. Bulldog in 92. He won for huh. that. All right. Lee, who eliminated Brett from the Mania 2 Battle Royal? I have no clue. Um, I don't know. Oh, Andre the Giant to win. Tossed out both oh. the Heart Foundation to win. All right, Griffin, you have... Who did he face at the joint All Japan WWF show in 1990? So that's the Tiger Mask match. Tiger Mask 2, yep. That is correct. All right, Alan, who eliminated Brett from his final Royal Rumble? Final Royal Rumble would have been 97. Austin, the screw job, I guess. Austin right? is correct. Yeah. Steve Austin is correct. All right, Lee, your final question. To win the Middle Eastern Cup in 1996. Oh, um, Vader. Oh, that was Steve Austin as well. Okay. All right, Griffin, your final question. Someone Brett beat to win the Stampede North American title. There were three names. We need one of them. Bad News Allen. Bad News Allen is correct. The other two being Leo Burke and Duke Myers. I, I just want to say I really want to answer Leo Burke what, 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 <laughs> for any question during this. I was like, <laughs> at some point, I'm going to be like stumped on me like Leo Burke. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sadly, it was just the one. Well, Alan, who did Brett face on the March to WrestleMania 1994 special? Quebecer Jock. <laughs> Jock. No, it was Crush. Oh, I was actually thinking maybe Crush. But, oh. Oh, well. 
All and right, you were so... some kind of fanatical foreigner. <laughs> yes, the foreign land of Hawaii. Um, all right, so after two rounds, we have Alan and still in the lead with seven. Lee and Griffin with four right behind them as we head to round number three. List them and learn. For this game, I will give you a category. Say everyone Brett wrestled in WCW. We'll say there were 30 individuals. Player one will give a number of how many they can name off the top of their head. Say 20. Then it switches to player two, who can either say they can name more or challenge player one. If you say you can name more, you don't have to increase by one. You can name as many as you like. It goes back and forth until someone is challenged. Once challenged, you have to name the appropriate number of names. Do so, you get two points. Make any mistake, your opponent gets two points. So everyone will get two chances. The chance to go first and also challenge. So I will flip a coin in my head. Uh, we're going to go with Griffin. We have three categories. Let's see, they're all pretty similar here. One category has 27. One has 25. One has uh, 21. So which uh, one would I'll, you like to go with? I'll go with the one for uh, 21. 21. All right. This will be for you and Lee. All right, so Bret Hart had 21 singles opponents on WWF pay-per-view. How many can you name? Let's go eight. Probably need eight. eight. Eight to start. Yeah. All right, Lee, how about you? I, I think I could get 10. All right, we're up to 10. Uh, maybe, maybe 11. I can maybe name 11. 11, all right. Uh, I think I can do 12. All right, 12. I'll challenge that. All right, we need, Lee, we need 12 names of Bret Hart singles opponents on WF pay per view. Okay, I just want to clarify, the King of the Ring qualifier are um, early round matches on the pay-per-view count, yes? They do count. They are singles okay. matches on pay-per-view. Okay. okay, I'll start from the end of his WF run. I'll go Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels had a couple that gives you one. Steve Austin. Steve Austin, of course, gives you two. The Patriot. <laughs> I expect him to get mentioned. Patriot gives you three. Um, I will go for Owen Hart. Owen Hart will give you four. The British Bulldog. British Bulldog gives you five. Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon gives you six. You're halfway there. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect gives you seven. Bam Bam Bigelow. Hammer gives you eight. We need four more. Yokozuna. Gives you nine. Mr. Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund gives you ten. Jerry the King Lawler. King gives you eleven. We need one more. And I'll say Hakushi. Hakushi gives you twelve. You blasted through that. Very good. Names not mentioned were Diesel. Numerous pay-per-view matches with him. Doink at SummerSlam. Isaac Yankum also at SummerSlam. Jump here, Lafitte at In Your House. Roddy Piper at a WrestleMania 8. Sid at an In Your House. Undertaker, of course, several times. Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. And does anyone have a guess for the final one? Oh, um... I was hoping it would come down to this and someone would rack their brains. I wasn't paying attention to the names you listed off, so it's obviously an obscure one, right? Yes. And Lee said Patriots, so. I'll say it was Skinner from this Tuesday in Texas. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I wouldn't have got that. Hey, Lee, I got to ask. Got to ask. I could tell you were doing a bit of bluffing there, just going up in, in, in increments of one. How many mm -hmm. How many would you have gone to if Griffin pushed you? 
Uh, I, I think I probably could have got to like 15 or 16, but I would have started struggling. Lee, you get the choice. We have the ones with 27 and 25. Um, I will go with 27. Why not? All right, 27. This is for you and Alan. Now, Brett competed in traditional Survivor Series matches in 1987, 1988, 1989, 1990, 1991, and 1993. He had 27 teammates on those teams. Oh, Jesus. How many can you name? Oh, uh, this is not my strong point. Um, I'll say eight. Eight. All right, Alan. Nine. All right, nine. <laughs> uh I'll go 10. 10. 11. I'll say 12. <laughs> All right. 13. <laughs> See, I know Alan knows them. It's just a matter of how high will he let me go before he challenges me. I'll challenge Alan. Go on. <laughs> All right, Alan. <laughs> if you had said 14, I was going to let you go for it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, okay, so I got to do 13. Give me the years again there, Joe. They are 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, and 93. We are looking for teammates on those Survivor Series uh, teams. All right. Owen Hart. Owen Hart in 93 gives you one. Keith Hart. Keith Hart gives you two, also 93. Bruce Hart. Bruce Hart. So you have cleared 93. Okay. Um... I should have thought this true a bit more. Uh, <laughs> I just got cocky thinking. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you you don't say, Alan. The Hearts team will be a, a, bunch, a bunch of free points. And I was like, oh, everything else is kind of a blur. Um, all there's right. so many uh, changes to Survivor Series teams. There's one that you're bound to slip on, slip up on. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan gives you four. Coco Beware. Coco gives you five. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty gives you six. Jim DeAnvil Nightheart. And then Jim Nightheart gives you seven. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, Alan, I'm sorry. That is not... <gasps> dream Team. Why did I go Dream Team? Ugh. Oh, you were thinking of the new Dream Team of Dino Bravo and Greg Valentine. As they teamed yeah. up, E7. Names not mentioned. Axe in 87. Barbarian in 88. Boris Zukov in 87. Davy Boy Smith, they teamed up in 91. Dino Bravo, as mentioned. Dynamite Kid in 88. Greg Valentine in 87. Haku, E7. Hercules in 89. Jim Powers in 88. Mario Gennetti, 88. Nikolai Volkov, uh, Paul Roma in 88. We had Roddy Piper in 91. Ron Garvin in 89. Shawn Michaels in 88. Smash in 87, Tama in 87, Virgil oh, in 91, gosh. and the Warlord in 1988. So it's it's really gross because I was like, I was I was gonna just start ripping through all those tag team members. And I was like, was he only on a face side of one of those big tag things? I was like, was I was being cautious about mentioning heels, and I was like, ah, screw it, I'll just I'll go heels and faces and the first name I picked was someone we didn't team with. I literally like all those, as you start listing all those other tag names, like Tama and, and uh, Smash, I was like, yep, I was going to be going with all those guys. But well, I have to say the stupid one first. That is two points for Lee. 
But Alan, don't worry, there's still a third question to go. This has 25 items on it. So this is for you and Griffin. Brett had 25 tag opponents on pay-per-view. Now this means two on two, three on three, or five on five traditional tag matches. No Survivor Series or other elimination matches. So, Alan, how many can you name? I will go with seven to start out here. Seven. Griffin, can you name more? Uh, let's go nine. Nine. All right. Let's go ten. Okay. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Thirteen. Fourteen. <laughs> All right. Fourteen. Uh, let's go fifteen. Why not? All right. Name him. All right, fifteen names. I'm, I'm, I'm carrying out on a list of learn. I feel so bad. Okay, uh, let's uh, let's try this. Uh, Dynamite Kid. Dynamite Kid gives you one. Uh, David Boy Smith. Yeah, it gives you two. Uh, Quebecer Jacques. Jacques gives you three. Uh, Raymond Rougeau. That gives you four. Uh, let's go with uh, Brian Blair. Oh, I'm sorry. They never had a uh, tag match with the Killer Bees on pay-per-view. On Saturday Night's main event, I know they did. And the, maybe an opposite Survivor Series match, but that was not the case here. Oh, that's a problem. Before, I was just trying to name as many uh, 80s wrestlers as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Before you give the list, Joe, I just want to say I thought Alan was going to uh, be a bit cheeky and just name all of the Nexus members when he said seven. <laughs> no, we we said no Survivor Series or other elimination matches. Oh, I sorry. Counted. Oh, okay. I was going to uh, my my building block for this uh, was going to be the uh, Canadian Stampede match. So I was going to start with the five guys from there and then piece onto that. But uh, yeah. Yes, so as Alan said, the that uh, Canadian Stampede match of Hawk, Animal, Steve Austin, Ken Shamrock, and Goldust. There was also uh, Arn Anson, Tully Blanchard from uh, SummerSlam, Axe and Smash, and Smash and Crush, also from uh, SummerSlam. We had the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs, and Jerry Sags from Mania. The uh, Bolsheviks, Nikolai Volkov and Borzukov from Mania. Uh, we had Dino Bravo. There was a six-man tag with the Rougeos from Royal Rumble. Uh, Tio Santana was also in the six-man tag from Mania 3. The Honkock Man and Greg Valentine from Mania 5. And uh, Quebecer Pierre? Uh, yes, Quebecer Pierre as well was in there. And the Patriot Invader, because they had the flag match from that In Your House. I believe that is everyone. So that's two points to Alan there after... Three rounds. He is in the lead with nine. Lee has eight, so he is doing good. Griffin with four. As we head to round number four, another new game. It's called Over Under. This outing, I'll give you a category and a number. You tell me whether the actual number is over or under. So if I said number of kids Brett has and 3.5, you'd hopefully say over because he has four. Everyone gets five questions. Correct answers with one point apiece. So, all right, Griffin, you're up first. First category is Brett's total matches in WCW. I'm going to give you a 100. So you take the over or the under on that. Under. 
was actually over. He had 124 matches in WCW. Oh, really? All right, Alan, you have WCW pay-per-view matches at 15. Um, I would go under for that. Under is right. He had 12. All right, Lee, you have WWF pay-per-view matches. I'll give you 50. That seems high. I'm going to say under. That was actually over. He had 62. Oh, okay. All right, Griffin, your next category is Pro Wrestling Illustrated Awards, and not the Stanley Weston one, the one he won in, as an active wrestler. Your number is five. You take the over, over or the under. Over. He had eight. Over is correct. All right, Alan, you had the length of the movie Wrestling with Shadows at 110 minutes. Oh, uh, 110 minutes. Um, I'd go over on that. No, it's actually under. Only 93. Wow, okay. Felt All a right. little longer. Lee, you have pages in Bret Hart's book at 500. This is according to Amazon. Over. Over, yeah, like 592. All right, Griffin, you have Observer Newsletter Awards at 8. Over. Oh, it's actually 6. You only had 6. It's under on that. Hmm. All right, Alan, you have his highest rank in PWI at 1.5. So you take the you think he uh, basically was he ever ranked one? I guess that would be the over, or was he not ranked one? That'd be the under. Can we adapt the question to the PS50 uh, of Paris <laughs> magazine instead? Uh, I don't know if I ever cracked that. I don't know if he made it in time. Um, he would have. Paris magazine goes back to 1993, Joe. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, he should have got number one, so whatever that is, over or under. Uh, you are correct. He was ranked, I think twice he was ranked number one. You are correct. All right, Lee. Five-star matches as ranked in the Observer. Numbers two and a half. I'm going to say under. Under, yep. Yeah, he only had two. He had the Austin and I think the Owen match. All right, Griffin, you have his ranking in the PWI years, which is the ranking of all the wrestlers who competed as PWI was uh, in publication at six. So do you think he was ranked lower than that, as in one through five or higher? Uh, lower, one through five. You're correct. He was ranked number four. All right, Alan, you have Slammy Awards for Brad at three. Over. He had five. Over is correct. All That's right, Lee. <laughs> I don't know if he won that one. <laughs> All right, Lee, you have uh, times inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame at one and a half. Over. I think it is. Yeah, I believe. Yes, it yeah, is. He's been inducted twice, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, that's correct. Yes. All right. Final question. Griffin, Brett's time in five Rumble matches at 85 minutes. Over. Over is correct. It was just about 99 minutes. All right, Alan. Video games Brett appeared in while an active wrestler at eight. I will go under on this. Oh, it's actually over at 11. Oh. All right, Lee, your final question here. Brett's ranking as <laughs> the greatest Canadian, the list of great Canadians at 50. Do you think he ranked better than that or worse than that? So, Oh, you have to be better than that. So you think he was 1 through 49? 1 through 49, yeah. You are correct. He came in at 
39 on that list of the greatest Canadians. I cannot believe there's 39 or 38 other Canadians better than <laughs> the The only thing more ridiculous than that ranking is that you gave Lee that softball of a question, Joe. It does oh, make up for, it, it does make up for the, the screw job earlier, to be fair. But still, oh, that's the easiest question in the history of the five-star match game. <laughs> Listen, Alan, how do you not know there's another 40 or 50 Wayne Gretzky's out there? Oh, all right. So at the end of that round, we have a tie. We have Lee and Alan tied at 12. Griffin with seven. So we're going to head to our final game, the sprint. This game, I'll ask each of you individually 10 fill-in-the-blank questions in a row. Do not go back. So if you're not sure of an answer, just guess. Correct answer is worth one point apiece. Griffin, you're in third place. You go first. Are you ready? I'll try right. my best. All right, here we go. In 1992, Brett became the second ever blank after Pedro Morales. Triple crown champion. Correct. Blank interfered during Brett Taker at Royal Rumble 95, causing Brett to lose by DQ. Psycho said. Oh, it was actually Diesel. All right. Oops, we kind of did this one already, but whatever. Blank eliminated Brett from the Mania 4 Battle Royal. Oh, God, I forgot (laughs) the answer. Uh, Bad News Brown. Bad News Brown is correct. Brett's sister Blank once wrote a book called Under the Mat that was so controversial it was never released. Diana? Diana is correct. Blank threw in the towel at Survivor Series 94, causing Brett to lose the title. That's Stu? That's actually Helen. Ah. When he first showed up in the WWF, George Scott wanted Brett to have a Blank gimmick. A cowboy. Cowboy is correct. Brett's performance at Survivor Series 1990 was especially courageous because blank. He had the flu. Nope, his uh, brother had passed away. Brother Dean passed away the night before. Brett's final WCW match was against blank on Nitro. Jeff Jarrett. That was actually Kevin Nash. Brett had a cat named blank he once mentioned in a WCW promo. Did he name it after himself, Sergeant? (laughs) No, it was Smokey the Cat. No. And finally, in matches against Roddy Piper at Mania 8 and Davey Boy Smith at In Your House 5, Brett blanked during the match. Blood. He bladed. That is absolutely correct. All right, Griffin, you had five correct answers, leaving you with 12 points. You're currently tied for the lead. Perfect. All right. Does anyone have a Lee or Allen who wants to? Does anyone have a preference to go next? If, if Lee wouldn't mind going next because Sarah's currently putting away shopping into the freezer and it's making some background noise here. <laughs> that's fair. So, okay. I don't know. Uh, well, I'm not hearing anything. I don't know if that's true, but uh, Lee, are you okay uh, going uh, next? I'm okay with that. We, we All have, right. Uh, Mr. Farrell have preference. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? I am. All right. After Brett lost the IC title to the Mountie, the excuse given was that Brett blanked. He had the flu. Had a fever is correct. Brett was the blank of 12 heart children. He was six. Oh, eighth. Yeah. Jean-Pierre Lafitte sold Brett's blank during their feud. His leather jacket. Jacket is correct. Brett went, once put Will Sasso in the sharpshooter on an episode of blank. The Mad TV? Mad TV is correct. Brett's first wife of 20 years was named blank. Julie. Julie is correct. Brett's mythical match versus blank finally surfaced in uh, 2019. Tom McGee. Tom McGee is correct. 
Hakushi carried around blank during his feud with Brett in 1995. I don't know, a staff? No, it was Brett's severed head. Oh, God. Brett was inducted into the Hall of Fame the first time by blank. Piper. Oh, Steve Austin. In the early 80s, Brett wrestled several AWA title matches against blank. Bockwinkle? Bockwinkle is correct. And finally, Brett's middle name is blank. I'll go with Blade and say he named his son after himself. No, it was... <laughs> Griffin actually mentioned it. It was Sergeant. Okay. All right, so Lee, you had six correct answers, giving you 18 points. You are currently in the lead. Okay. All right, Alan. Yes, three, back uh, off news. We have, we, have a, we have a quite home once again. All right, you need six to tie, seven to win outright. Are you ready? Oh, really? I thought Lee only got one wrong there. I... I, oh no, I he was, had a couple. I, I was really, uh, I was biting my fingernails big time. All right, so you need six to tie, seven to win. Are you ready? I am as ready as I'm going to be. All right, here we go. Uh, Brett once appeared on The Simpsons where he blanked. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe, you're confused. This was a real life situation. <laughs> 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 he uh, he bought Monty Burns' house. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Uh, blank returned to the WWF to help Brett at SummerSlam 1994. Uh, Davy Smith. Rich Bulldog is correct. Brett beat Diesel at In Your House 6 when blank. Uh, Undertaker pulled him through the ring, Diesel? Undertaker came through the mat, yes, correct. The Hart Foundation, as in Brett and Jim Neidhart's, final tag match was against blank. Um, I don't think the team in 97 at all, at least doesn't come to mind. So I'm going to say, um, uh, what are they called? Gimp masks, demolition. Oh, it was actually the nasty boys. And, uh, it was actually nice. Madison square garden. They had their final tag match. Brett celebrated with blank after winning the main event of survivor series, 1992. That was after being Sean. His parents? Oh, Santa Claus. Oh, God. Uh, Brett appeared on several episodes of the TV Western Blank. Lonesome Dove. <laughs> Said with confidence, he is correct. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A name Blank. I haven't thought of in probably like 15 years, but it just <laughs> apparently has sealed some space in my brain that it's never giving up. <laughs> uh, Blank was a special guest ref for Brett's Mania matches at 10 and 11. This being um, the main event of WrestleMania 10. Ready, ready, Piper. Piper is correct. Brett was supposed to win the 1997 Royal Rumble, but Blank blabbed about it before the show. Uh, would it have been Russo, I guess? Vince Russo is correct. Oh, jeez. Right. I, I had no confidence behind that. All right. Brett was eliminated in the 2010 SummerSlam elimination match against the Nexus when Blank. If I remember correctly, the only person he worked with, he wanted to work with, or he trusted was Heat Slater. Um, <laughs> so I'm guessing it's when Heat Slater did something. I don't know. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Brett was DQ'd for using a chair. All right, Alan, it comes. To, this is for the win. Your so final I've locked quest. in the tie, but I can get the win. Yep, with this question. Okay. Besides Shawn Michaels, Brett also had Iron Man matches in the WWF against blank at house shows. We need one of two names. 
I was trying to get both. I already knew Owen was once Owen Hart. <laughs> Owen Hart is correct. Ric Flair being the other. Alan, you have pulled it off. You have done it. Oh, it's... oh big drama. Like 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 Brett, just a, a, a curator of drama in his matches. We we created some great drama here in the quiz. Alan, you have done it. You have won yet again. The five star match game. Hear that, Lee? Yet again. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on your excuse. But anyway, <laughs> congrats to Alan. I think uh, Griffin, Griffin's going to have his Canadian status revoked at this stage. <laughs> yes, I would like to apologize to all of my fellow Canucks. Hey, Griffin, do you know where Saskatoon is? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you could probably get some AEW collision tickets for it. <laughs> Oh, all right. Alan, excellent, excellent job. As always. Great job by everyone on this show. This was great. Of course, I always keep a tiebreaker on hand in case I need it. Did not in this episode. But since we have it and we won't use it again, if Lee or Griffin, you want to uh, participate in the final um, tiebreaker? Yeah, let's go. All right. So uh, let's see. I'm going to give you a category. You can text me or send me a Slack message, what have you, with your Best guess for the number on uh, whoever comes closest wins. The, the category is how many total matches did Brett have in his career according to Cage Match? Oh, Jesus. All right. Griffin, are you sure about that answer? I don't know if you put an extra digit in there or not. Oh, yeah. I screwed up my answer. <laughs> I'm glad I asked. <laughs> All right, so, Lee, you originally had 18,748 matches. Thankfully, that is not correct. Poor Brett would have, uh, I feel, exploded at that point. You corrected that to 1,478. Not Griffin, I think, wasn't it? That's Griffin, yeah. Um, yeah, that was me. Griffin had that. Lee, you had, you had 3,500. The actual answer is 2,967. So, Lee, you came the closest. Alan, uh, Alan, you're 2,500. You may technically be the closest, but you're not competing, so that does not count. But Lee, you get the tiebreaker. Woohoo, I want something. All right. All right, great job, everyone. So, uh, Alan, what do, you, what, do you have, what do you have going on in the world? Oh, well, we're, we're back with a couple of uh, weeks under our belts, a couple of shows under our belts on the Progress Paradise since uh, my hiatus. And, uh, yeah, it's been nice getting back to podcasting. It's nice... Uh, uh, getting to come back onto the five-star match game. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, I suppose just, yeah, check out ProRes Paradise, check out Peter Torch VIP. Um, you can go listen to old Pro Wrestling Focus radio shows from like, the early 90s and see what Bret Hart was getting up to uh, as it happened and uh, all kinds of other stuff. I'm probably the only Torch person that, whenever they do a Torch plug, plugs the old radio shows that are, like, Converted from a tape cassette into an MP3, uh, but uh, I love them. I love them so much. Excellent. All right, Lee, what's going on in your world? Uh, as always, I will just plug Days of Thunder on the Voices of the Wrestling Podcast Network. Every second week, we drop a show covering WCW Thunder and the WCW pay per views. We are currently just past Bash at the Beach 1999. So, yeah, it's a real bad time in our timeline. But <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. well, we've also got Patreon, patreon.com forward slash WCW Thunderpod, where we do a 
a whole host of other things covering wrestling, movies, involving wrestlers, um, just a whole host of stuff. Um, only five euro. So, yeah, that, that's all I want to plug. Yes, the Bash at the Beach 99 episode was fantastic as everyone was just losing their minds at what was <laughs> unfurling before them. It was so bad. It's it's genuinely one of the worst shows I've ever watched. Yep. Tremendous. All right, Griffin, tell us what's uh, going on in your neck of the woods. Yeah, so I co-host uh, the Draft Podcast. It's a wrestling draft podcast. Uh, we might have taken uh, inspiration from somebody on this uh, on the show right now. Uh, where we book and draft shows that will either pop you or anger you. Uh, you can also read my writing at voicesofwrestling.com. That's pretty much it on my end. Yes, draft is very fun. I've listened to all three episodes. You've had some uh, great guests. You've had Joe Lanza on. You've had uh, Liam Jones, Tyler Fornes, uh, Andrew Rich, Fred Moreland, and uh, I'll say Adam Berger, too, so it doesn't feel left out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, a lot of fun, a lot of great concepts. Uh, it's on... Uh, Spotify is on YouTube, so definitely check that out. And I will say, the Five Star Match Game is a proud member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Follow us on Twitter, if you can, at Five Star Match Game uh, with the the number five, or email us at Five Star Match Game at gmail.com with five spelled out. You can go to our Red Circle page, click the donation button if you're so inclined. would always appreciate it. Our logo was designed by Rich Krejci, and the show may be edited for entertainment purposes. That does it for now. Uh, it's away a little bit longer than I wanted, but I will get back on the horse with a new episode real soon. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time. everyone my name is taylor and i'm kelly and we are the co-hosts of jumping bomb audio the podcast all about joshi pro wrestling here on the voices of wrestling podcast network every other monday we are with you talking about the biggest news in joshi along with show reviews previews and much much more so if you're new to Joshi or you've been a longtime fan, this is the show for you. We've got something for everyone here. So check us out, Jumping Bomb Audio.